going to be the Alabama coach. What, what, what? It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor in that exact order. You want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I put a Lindell Mari up there before I like Ricky Williams. Just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of it and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphin fans of all ages, the Better Finside Podcast is back on a Thursday, October 12th, to preview the Panthers coming to town. Danny, how the hell are we doing today? I am doing pretty freaking good, sir. How are you? Doing amazing, man. My team is 5-1, and one, first place in the AFC East. Just the like Jets, expected, right? The Jets are uh, better than the Patriots. Well. They're better than the okay. Patriots, though. Yeah, you know, you know there's positives. There's positive takeaway even for your team. But nonetheless, sir, you know how we do it on this show. We love having great guests. We love having great fans. And we have another one. We got another one coming on to the show today. You DJ know, Khaled. DJ Khaled, another one. He, he, here he is. But nonetheless, we always bring great people onto the show. And this is guy takes the cake as being one of the greatest. Um, I think Rob has had Dolphins thirsty to himself for like the nine years. He's He basically substitutes on the Finstock Sports Network on Tuesdays as well. He's all over the place. Um, he says, he says, and I quote, that he ignored me the other day because he doesn't, <laughs> he, because he doesn't get on Twitter a lot. But you sure do tweet a lot for somebody who doesn't get on Twitter uh, no, a lot, Rob. Not much. You go, you go back. Much. I maybe three or four, but I don't know. I, I just didn't see you sneak in on the DM. I don't tweet every minute of the day. I'm no Steve Malloy, you know. Steve no, Malloy's no. <laughs> Steve Ghost. Those guys tweets. I believe they average like every 35 seconds. They're dropping a tweet. But nonetheless, Rob, thank you so much for being here and joining me and Danny on the Batter Fan podcast. We want to we want to just slide right into it because what I usually we save it to the end, but I like getting it out of the way because we want to know about you. You know, you obviously Dolphins Thirsty is your baby. You talk Dolphins football. I believe two to three times a week sometimes, right? Yes. A lot of okay. times, like 10 a.m. is a popular time to find me, you know, because it's like a lot when other people aren't on there. So I try to find a slot that works out. So a lot of times I fly solo. Sometimes I have Steve Malloy and some other co-hosts. So it's always fun. I love Steve's beard, by the way. Throwing that out. Yeah, Steve's Steve is awesome. Chat. I, I love your He's beard. The one that gave me the update about Eichenberg probably starting this. Week. Oh, listen, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't, don't, don't start <laughs> with bad news already. But let's spend some time on you, Rob. Where did your fandom start? How long have you been a fan of this team? Sh- fill me in. Tell me where your Dolphins love started and how long it's been going on for. Well, where it really kicks in is the, a game we actually lost against the then San Diego Chargers, the famous 1981 playoff game. We lost in overtime after being down 24 to nothing. Don Strzok enters the game. And that's the first team I felt like invested, you know, my family has me in pictures younger back when Greasy and Zonka and all that. But that's when I was 11 years old and the memories just are still in my mind from that game when I actually felt like, oh, my God, they lost a stinks and where I felt invested in the game. And A.J. Dewey was my first ever mm. favorite Miami Dolphins. He played, you know, he was a defensive player. He had three interceptions in the 1982 championship game when the Dolphins went on to play the Den Washington Redskins in the Super Bowl and lost, unfortunately. But that's where I got hooked, and those were my, my that's my first ever player. And some people are like, "Who's AJ Dewey?" You know, some of the younger fans. But he was number seventy-seven. He played for LSU, and he was my first ever favorite Miami Dolphins player. And I got to meet him at a store that no longer exists, Birdines. 
Me and my friend were like the only people. They had a AJ Dewey signing. Birdines, wow! Yeah. I remember Birdines. I listen. You age yourself by saying you've been a fan since '81, but we all know Birdines. We're all in the, we're all thirty and above. We're all thirty and above yeah. on this show. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. So he, um, it was you know, it's just fun. So I went and met him, and it was hardly anyone there, and just was like AJ Dewey. And he he actually sat there and talked to me and my best friend almost the whole time because no one showed up. So I thought that was cool. So I was hooked forevermore. I'll tell you this. I met a gentleman, which if you're a Dolphin fan, you've been a Dolphin for quite some while, you'll know the name. But it's crazy that some people are like, oh, they have helmets on. How do you know? At the ripe age of nine years old, my sister took me to Disney World. And how did I pick out Tim Ruddy in the middle of a crowd at nine <laughs> years old? But let me tell you, nicest guy I ever met. I definitely did not get the same treatment when I met Dan Marino a couple years later. But Tim Ruddy, super nice guy. I, and again, nine years old back then when he was still playing for the Miami Dolphins. So you got to see Dan Marino get drafted. You got a, a, a complete era of Dan Marino. You got to witness him from the beginning to the end. Yeah. How was that growing up? Because, again, for me, I started being a fan 91, 92. So you saw a good six, seven years before I even got to know what the greatness of Dan Marino oh, was. It was great. I actually loved it. The day, I remember the day they drafted him. It was a Tuesday, if you look it up. Back in 1983, the draft was held on Tuesdays, and I watched it. My mom was cool. It's still cool. She let me skip school every NFL. Mm. I never really skipped school outside of that. I said, Mom, I got to watch it because it's like, you know, the first time the draft was actually just being covered, and it was like an afterthought. Oh, let's throw the draft on TV in middle of the day on a Tuesday. And, you know, since then, it's become a huge event that they're breaking up into days, and it's like, you know, fandom. People show up from all over the country now and go. So, oh, but I remember, oh, my God, we got Dan Marino. And I just knew he was one of the names that was big. I couldn't believe he fell. And I started telling my Really friend, fell. You know, really oh, fell. Right. But whatever, because most of them were just Hurricane fans back in the day, because that was like during the Hurricane Power days, you know. And it's just, you know, it was good stuff when we got him. I was so happy we got him. And there was, I just wish he had won a Super Bowl. But other than that, he gave me so many great memories, so many fond days that I'll never forget. I'll tell you this, and shout out to Gloria saying the best mom ever. If you haven't met Spirit Fingers, that is somebody that you got to make sure it's is on your bucket list. You want to talk about one of the sweetest people I've ever met? This lady right here. Well, if she would be there at Miramar on I meant Miramar at Bo Campers on Saturday, that'd be you know that'd be awesome. So Gloria, I've met you, her online. I've seen her in groups and talked to her online, but I've never met her, and I've seen her on Twitter. Gloria, are you going to be at Bo Campers on Saturday? I'm pretty sure you come down on Sundays with for the games, but uh, let us know if you're going to be there. But let's go ahead and move on, sir. Move on to the to the news of the week. Devon Chain to the injured reserve list. Now, you, we kind of talked a little bit off the air about your thoughts on it. So let's go to Danny first on this one. Danny, when you saw, and I texted you, Devon Chain to Devon, I'm sorry, Achon, to miss several weeks. Who getting a second opinion? See if he's gonna hit the IR. Was the immediate thought process in your head is like, oof, it's gonna be bad for the Dolphins? No, I didn't think it was gonna be bad. I mean, the offensive line has been opening up holes for everybody that's back there. Mm -hmm. It's not I like I could get. I think I could get a yard on there. Yeah, I don't. It's not like most has been having a bad season. I just, Achan. I, 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 I gotta figure out another name for him. You said it. You said it right. You said it right. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, with his speed, right, he gets a hole and he makes a lot more out of it than mm -hmm. other people can. 
most of it is in slow himself. So, no, I don't think you're going to be missing much. I think that you're going to be fine. If it was out for the whole season, that would be a blow just because you want a playmaker like that available to you all season long. But, I mean, a couple of weeks, you guys can hold off. I mean, you got the Panthers coming up. You'll be fine. You'll be, I, I, I don't I, – I, no point that I think – I thought it sucked because it's so fun to watch him. But did I think that the team overall would suffer? No, I didn't think that the, that the contributions on offense – would suffer. Jeff Wilson should be back soon also, shouldn't he? Uh, he I, I know, and Thirsty, you can correct me here when I give you the floor now. I think that they, he started practicing this week, but he'll be on a snap count coming up for this game if he even does play. And before you give me your thoughts, I'll, I'll give you mine because I really get a chance to share with you. I, I kind of agree with Danny. It sucks because you don't want to see him hurt. It sucks when any player on your team or even on the league gets hurt bad enough where they're going to miss several weeks. You know, Matt Milano, I may not like the guy, but it sucked the way he went down for the Buffalo yeah, Bills. Terrible injury. But then when, when you look at Devon Achon, it's like, damn, this kid was just getting the the, the his the, – basically, they pulled the rug from out underneath him. Injury is, is definitely going to slow him down. But Raheem Mostert, it's been no scrub this year. He, he's lost uh, uh, snap counts to Devon Achon because of how great Devon has been. But – Raheem Mostert is also great. We saw um, lightning from Salvin Ahmed as well this season as well. So by no means, as far as losing productivity, do I think we're gonna we're gonna be bad at any point? But it does suck because we lose him due to due to an injury. Before you use uh, you answer real quick, I was just looked up his stats just out of curiosity. In fifty eight carries. He has 314 yards. That's 5.4 yards to carry. He has seven touchdowns. That's seven touchdowns. That's like a, a touchdown every eight carries. Like yeah. most starts having himself a season. Also, it's just that's like, what I'm he's saying. Not, he's not. As a, but I'm just. So you guys, no, you guys are. You guys are gonna be fine. Like, yeah. When I, I didn't realize his stats were looking that good in those limited carries. Darcy, the floor is yours, man. No, Give us your no, thoughts. I agree, man. It's just, I think more than anything, it's just we're missing the fun because we, of course, we don't want anyone getting hurt. So that's the number one thing on any team. But it's just that he's so much fun. And I think it's just because we all root for the little guy because he's just like a little guy. You're like, I can't believe he's dominating out there. He's running away from everyone. And it's just so much fun watching him play football. Yes, I think we're going to be okay because on most other teams, like the five point yards per carry would be by far leading. But this kid's averaging over 10 yards a carry. It's like almost 13. It's like some crazy number that he was averaging. And he's just exciting. He brings it. You just have the feeling like every time he touches it, that he could go the distance. He's almost like the Tyreek Hill of the running backs. You know, you feel like he gets his hands on it. So I'm going to miss him for that. Hopefully yeah. it is just the four weeks that he comes back right after the, you know, the IR and ends and he can come back. But don't rush him back. Make sure he's healthy. But, yes, he's just fun. But we're not going to miss a huge dynamic because everyone thought Ahmed was going to be the first guy up, and he was the first week. But then he got a little banged up, and HN took advantage of that opportunity. And then, you know, there was no looking back till he got hurt. Because there's no way you're going to sit that young man if he's healthy just because it's a whole dynamic. So, and Gloria, just, I, I – sorry, I, just go, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'll say, Glory, I did not see the injury itself. I do re recall him during the game coming off the field limping a little bit, but that's, it wasn't anything serious. Like, he himself took himself off the field, so I don't know like what hit it was, but I did see him limping off, and after that, he was done for the game. Yeah, that yeah. was all I remember. But then 
the announcement didn't even come. I mean, Drew Rosenhaus talking after the game. Oh, I think they made the game injury free. You know, they didn't even get anyone right. Hurt. Nobody knew. It then it came out the next day that he was hurt and stinks. And just to the point uh, that uh, Rob was making, he's averaging twelve point one yards a carry, which is mm. ridiculous. Yeah, and no, it is. It's, it's crazy. And in the Patriots game, he only had one carry. So he really blew up in that Broncos game. We had those 18 carries, 203 yards. Then against the Bills, eight carries, 101 yards. And then the Giants, 11 carries, 151 yards. Like he's yeah. just started, he just started getting those wheels turning. So yeah, it yeah. does suck for him as a player. But again, it won't, it won't cost one, you. One quick question for both of you, real quick. Ender, by the way, on fire today on the Dolphins Thirsty Show with all the Marino trivia that you had going on this morning. Yeah, I know. I think, he was good. I, he was like the first one to answer every single question before any, anybody else got a chance. But he brought up a good name, Chris Brooks. We saw him. We saw him show flashes in preseason. Do you think if Salvin Ackman's healthy, with Jeff Wilson being healthy, do you think there's any room that we see a Chris Brooks appearance this week? Yeah. Well, I don't know if Danny want to answer. Or, well, I answer. I think so. A little. I think there's a good chance he will be. We saw him a little bit against the Broncos, but anyone, like you said. I think Danny could have been against their Broncos gaining 10 yards. At Facts. You know, Facts. Brooks was out there. He was running, you know, on garbage time. He was he almost broke one. If he would have been a little faster, he would have broke a long run. And, you know, he was chugging along. So I, I, I think he's exciting because the people that break down the film and they show some of the blocks he does, he's been hammering people out there. So I hope to see him. I think he'll get the second most carries this week. Wow. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I like do. that. I, I do. I, I really do. I think that that, that you said that you thought that he was going to show, but I mean, there's a reason why he fell in the depth chart behind Achon before Achon yeah. got to really show what he was capable of. I think Chris Brooks is going to take that that second spot just until Jeff Wilson arrives, because I think it, that spot is reserved for Jeff Wilson when he comes back. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. But let's move on to some more news, sir. I'm going to let Danny handle this one first because Danny was the first one to react while I was working. And sent me a quick text about this. So, Danny, the floor is going to be be yours here in a moment. Um, Chase Claypool gets traded from the Steelers to the Bears. And then nobody remembers Chase Claypool for the last two years. And then moved on over. We traded for him to the Miami Dolphins. Danny, the floor is yours. Why Why are you having such an issue with uh, Chase Claypool being traded over here? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's really simple. And I think that that's, it's the same thing that most Dolphin fans thought. And maybe I'm wrong, and maybe Robin, you can, can set me straight. Sure. I feel like the last thing you guys need on this team is to upgrade or improve in any way the passing game. <laughs> I think the passing game is by far and away the best in the league. So when you look to improve something, there's so many facets to a football team. I don't understand how the passing game is where you go. But, like I've always told men, if, and if you watch this show in the past, you know, I really love those big, tall receivers. Calvin Johnson is, and Andre Johnson. Those two are my prototypical, perfect receivers. So, in theory, Chase Claypool, he is the prototype of what I want. But in here, he's a head case, right? He had issues in Pittsburgh. And some people are like, oh, you know, maybe it's the coaching. It's Mike Tomlin. Who has issues with Mike Tomlin? If Mike Fair Tomlin point. can't set you straight, like you, you got problems. Then he goes to Chicago, and I, more than him criticizing the passing game in Justin Fields is what Justin Fields said. Justin Fields says, he said, Chase is just that kind of guy that tries to avoid you guys in the media because he doesn't want to say anything wrong. And that told me enough. 
Everybody in the locker room knows. Keep a mic away from this guy because he obviously doesn't know how to act or what to say. So why would you bring that gamble into this locker room when things are going well? So that's my issue. Follow it up, Thursday. You make some very good points. And yes, I was surprised. I was actually doing a show live when one of my viewers came in and started saying, oh, how about Chase Claypool? I was thinking, I was saying, why would we need he's a receiver? Why would we need him? Negative? No, no, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, we just traded. For, I'm like, what? So, but the more I think about it, it makes sense because of a couple of reasons. River Craft had just gone on in the reserve. Easy is banged up with an unknown football thing from previous football, probably with the neck. So, and I guess they maybe viewed him and he came out of, I mean, you basically got him for nothing but his money because you gave up a six, but you got their seventh back. And with the Dolphins having a good record, the, they're probably going to have a bad record. Those picks are just going to be a few part, you know, a few picks apart from each other That's anyway. Fair. So to me, and I think Nick Daniel, he is confident that they got enough team leaders and Tyreek Hill and, Guys like that, Darren, and they got Wes Welker as a receiver coach. They they know they're not going to let him get carried away. And, you know, worse, they would just eat the money and get rid of him if, you know, worse comes to worse because they didn't give up. So to me, it makes sense. Was it position? No. If you would have told me they would have gone out and got a veteran offensive guard or hmm. center, I would have been a lot happier. Now you're been a lot happier. But in hindsight, other than paying him his money this year, which we took on his whole cap number, so we don't have much more wiggle room now this year to make you know, serious moves. To me, it's like low-risk, high-reward type situation that he could end up doing something. To Danny's point, I agree with all your points, Danny. But just like Rob just ended it, we we risk nothing. He's not going to come in here and be a cancer to this locker room because this locker room will get him out real quick. And we don't lose anything by getting well, rid of him. Who says that that locker room is going to get him real quick? Since when is Tyreek Hill a leader hey, of Hey, men? hey, when watch your he mouth. He's got to see on his chest. He's got to see it. It's just What's watch he, him out. Ty- Tyreek Hill is the captain this year. I think I think he is right. I'm pretty sure yeah, Tyreek is the captain. One, yeah. yeah, but he is. I know he's not like it's, but he's a cool. I mean, he's like I think you know. You got two of them. as the captain, one. sir. Come on yeah. now. Two will yeah. set his ass straight, Danny. And listen, yeah. Yeah. if Mike yeah. Tomlin couldn't set him straight, that's my issue. He, he, listen, he, the guy was like 18 when he was on Mike Tomlin's team. Come on, bro. Come on. It was a year and a half ago, Manny. Shut up. That's hey, the whole blue wave real quick. Thank you, Blue Wave. He was in my show this morning. Make sure you tackle the subscribe button here for these great guys if you haven't done so already, Blue Wave. Hey, Moya. Yeah, listen, if you're in here, man, hit that like button. I promise you, you will not get charged once you do. But, Danny, real quick, in his rookie season, in his rookie season, 62 catches, 873 yards. In his rookie season, if you're telling me that he, he could give me that fast. now, exactly. And if you could tell me that he could give me even – a portion of that now to make up for what River Craycraft is losing and what you lost in Eric Azucama, a hundred percent. This is a perfect move for the Miami Dolphins. I have no doubt that after the Panthers game, if he gets on the field, that you guys are gonna be like, Oh, it was a win. Good job. It's, it's a win he's already to be on his best it's behavior a, the first yes. couple of weeks. Yeah. My my issue is when controversy hits, when he doesn't get the ball. When, when Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are getting all those receptions, that he's there just wondering what the hell is going on. That's the issue, and that's down the line. The first week or two isn't going to be the problem. It's week six or seven from now. That's the problem. Right, but he is in a contract year, and he may want to tighten up his game and look good. And because, you know, it is. He's made, you know, angry Danny in the house. Uh, I, 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 he does I sound angry. Off. But listen, I get it. I get it. You don't want – listen, the team is five and one. Everything is on the up and up. 
outside of the Devon H. Well, why Zinni, gamble then? That's 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 my whole point. Just like you said, we have all the speed in the world. He brings in a little bit more speed and that big body that you've been hoping for. The way Mike McDaniel, the professor, the professor, Danny, can get him in all the winning situations. And I think he will be on the field this week. I think that the I, fact – Yeah, I think he's going to contribute. I think he's going to contribute right away. And the fact is I prefer being this week because the scope will be that much larger on him. Much oh see see blue wave. I, I said five and one for a reason. We'll we'll go we'll get to that here in a moment. I yeah. said five and one for a reason. Wow, that's true. I hadn't even realized that. Yeah, I, blue wave. Yeah, see, Steve, Steve, Steve is loving your spirit right now. They are they're all love angry Danny, but Danny, there is nothing to lose here, is my point. There you, you there's nothing you could tell me that's gonna give me pause. There is nothing to lose here adding Chase Claypool to this team right now. My my thing is Every season has its up and downs. Yes. You guys haven't gone through a down yet. When you go through a down, it, it's a, it's a, it tests the locker room. My thing is, you haven't gone through that yet. Why add a head case for when you do go through that? Because it's coming. It's the NFL. You know it's coming. You're going to have a two, maybe even three-game losing streak or where, where things are just not going well. That's, that's what I'm saying. And when that happens, having somebody like that isn't going to help the situation. My whole thing is I'm sure you could have found somebody else to help that wasn't somebody that's had this history as cheap as chase claypool yeah, as cheap as claypool. that's cheap. all i'm asking and i think he's going to be on his best behavior the rest of the year because i i believe so as well i believe so i listen if i was a betting win i would bet the over that he's going to be just fine this season i am 100 percent sure that if you go back and listen to chicago bears podcast before the season started they all would have said oh but chase Claypool, it's this it's contract here he's going to be on his best behavior this year <laughs> It, some mm. people just can't get out of their own way. Yeah, Believe no, me, I'm no, a Nets fan. I was rooting for Kyrie Irving. The man couldn't get out of his own way, even though I thought like he'll get out of his own way eventually. He just couldn't do it. There's some people that just can't do it. And I'm not saying that he won't. I'm just saying I don't think it was worth the risk because I think he could bring more problems than solutions. I, I feel that when we move to this one, Rob, we, we may anger the room a little bit because I put this topic in here, not to ruffle any feathers, not to ruffle <laughs> any feathers, but I really want to know the volume of the room outside of Danny. I believe everyone watching is a Dolphins fan and it, hopefully you're as hardcore as myself, Rob and the people here watching. But I want to ask you a question, Rob, are the fins for real? And here's my question on why I asked that me and Danny post game last week. We obviously enjoy the W whether it's one point, whether it's 70, a win is a win. Correct. This year, the Miami Dolphins are doing stuff that in previous years they wouldn't do. Winning a game at the very last minute against the Los Angeles Chargers on the road. Beating the opponents who are supposed to do it. Going on the road and getting three road wins or two road wins. Sorry. My thing is, Rob. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, you are, Richard. And I appreciate the fact that you're here every single week that, that we drop. Our, our friend from the north. Our friend from the north. So here's my here's what I'm posing to you. Do you think we've done enough so far this season to say, you know what? This is for sure 100% our season. And before you answer it, I'll tell you what I said last week. I'm not convinced yet. I may, I may get a lashing for this. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not convinced yet. Not just because we went up to Buffalo and lost to Richard's team very handedly. I see the specs of getting better, going on the road and winning, doing last-minute victories, who has looked amazing the way he was looking amazing last year. But 
is there anything that gives you pause or you be able to answer that question more definitively maybe once we go into Philly and potentially win? Or are you still reserving to say, yes, we're 100% for real? No, I'm reserving that still. And it depends what's your definition for real, winning the whole Super Bowl or getting to the playoffs and winning that we the are, That we are 100% a Super Bowl contender right now this year, that, right I, now, little, at this moment. I have a little reservation. In my heart, I want to say yes, but the Dolphin fan in me that's lived through the past two decades of what can go wrong, will go wrong with the Dolphins, unfortunately. I agree, Ender. I agree, Ender. But yeah. it, it is but, the best team, but oh, are no, we – and Correct. just the excitement level of watching the team is I, just a couple of years ago. If you would have told me that we would act, some of us would have been actually complaining about, oh, we turned over the ball three times against the Giants, but we had over 500 yards of offense, scored right. over 30, we scored over 30 points. If you would have told me two years ago, Dolphins thirsty two years ago, hey, you would score over 30 points, win, but turn the ball over three times, but have over 500 yards of offense. A running back with over 150, a receiver with over 100, whatever Tyreek can have. And, but yet your fan base is still going to complain. I mean, oh, no way. They're going to be right. celebrating. Right. You know, so yes. I celebrated the win. Along. I celebrated the win, by the way. But I, I needed to hear it from you because I don't know if a lot of fans feel the way I do. I know Danny will chime in right now, not as a fan, but as an outsider looking in, I can't say 100%. I can't. I don't feel it in my heart. I'm too battered. Guys, I've been in it since yes, 92. I think that's what we all are. It's a good show to be on because I think that's how we all are. That's right. old enough to remember. So, But if we go into Philly and make a game out of it and punch them in the mouth and come I out of Sunday them. Night Football with a victory, yeah, then I'll, I'll say it 100%. It's something that I haven't said in the 20, 30-plus years that I've been a fan. But I need to beat a team like that before I can honestly say, yes, we are 100% for real. I can't say it yet. Danny, the floor is yours, sir. Now, the only trepidation that I think anybody has is the defense, right? Because offensively, Correct. I don't, I think if you're just talking about just offense, Correct. yes, you probably have a Super Bowl winner on, on yeah. your hands, right? The best offense right now in the league by far. But the defense hasn't looked great. Now, I was looking up to see the top Back 10 away. offenses in the league. You've played three of those top three, top 10 offenses. Yeah. And I mean, I know the Bills game is an aberration, right? 48, and that kind of skews the numbers a bit. But in those three games, on average, you've given up 34 points. So the defense hasn't stepped up against the good offenses. I mean, you'd make the Giants look horrible, right? And who else was in the Patriots only scored 17? Yeah. So I, I think it's the defense that's the question mark right now. And once the but once they, they start to show it, and I think they will. And look, who was the biggest signing this offseason outside of Vic Bangio on your team? Jalen Ramsey. When he comes back, that's going to take a step up. You know me. I've always said Xavier Howard is no longer number one, but he can be a solid number two. Once they move him to number two and Jaden Ramsey can shut down that number one, whether it be in the zone or man, doesn't matter. I think the defense takes a huge step up. But until then, and until they start showing it more consistently, I, you know, I have my that, doubts. I have my doubts. That right there. And yeah. that, and to Gloria's point, my heart is all in, guys. That's what yeah. I'm saying. When I, when I pose this question, I'm not saying that I don't believe in my team. It's just, I've been here through the years, you know? Like, Daniel will tell you, there's Dolphin stuff all over my car. I got a Dolphin tattooed on my arm. I love this team, but I just, I'm not ready to say, yes, we are Super Bowl contenders 100% this year. But just like Steve said, if we go and bully the hell out of the Philadelphia Eagles, I will be the first one to come here in a post-game reaction show and say, yep, we got this. No, we that's so this. funny, man, man. You just said it perfectly. That's what I was telling my son on the way. 
when I was picking them up from school today. I go, right now I'm a little bit, but if we go and we beat like we should, beat the Panthers, and then we beat it, and we're 6-1 and one going into the New England game, I'm going to be like the most cocky guy I've been in a long time. You should be. You like, should be at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point. But right until then, I'm waiting. Gloria put it fast of anyone in the chat. I My heart wants it. But the brain just reminds me of all the pain they've given me over the years. And I, I have that little claw. I just want to, you know, I'm just not 100% sure. But if we beat the Eagles, I will definitely be there. We got, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll rejoice and we'll come back here right after the postgame reaction at 1130, whatever it is. And, you know, we'll talk, we're going to have a postgame reaction show. But, Danny, remember what I told you a few weeks ago? I said, if we beat the Buffalo Bills, I was going to be the most obnoxious fan that I've ever been in the world. And I feel the same way about the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles, listen, and we talked about it because you guys are facing them this week. Mm -hmm. They haven't really been as great. They're, they're undefeated. No. Nobody's taking anything away. Listen, we are not taking anything away for the Philadelphia Eagles. We, they just haven't beat anybody handedly is what we're saying. So they definitely can be beat. And I think the Dolphins have enough offense to do that. And like to your point, Danny, can our defense do that? But well, listen. And I don't want to jump ahead to next week, right? Because right, right. We right. Let's not Panthers, do that. And that's why they call it a trap game, right? Because we're already talking about the Eagles game. Here they come. And and, and if the players are thinking that way, that, that's a problem. That's why. Well, that's, that's what the, you hope that they're the not thinking that. Right. But that's the definition okay. of, a, of a trap game. That's the definition, right? You can't help yourself sometimes. But when I'm talking about the Eagles game, just real quick. Yeah. We're talking about if you guys beat the Eagles. The Eagles have not looked very solid as far as pass coverage. Like they're de defending the pass. It's been they have they've given up the fifth most passing yards in the league. Imagine what you guys could do to them if they don't fix that in the next two weeks. So I wouldn't look into that game and be like, you know, maybe we could win. I think you guys could definitely win that game. You cannot score yep. the Eagles. Now, can you guys get your head? Stop on the Eagles from scoring. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Like that's a whole different story. All right. So the Panthers are coming to town. Bryce Young and that team is coming to town. And listen, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I do a Dolphin show. The NFL is the only sport I watch all season long. That's the only – literally, I literally watch another sport. Danny can tell you. But outside of Bryce Young, Rob, I know no other person on this Panthers team. And I'm not oh, being maybe. funny. I really don't know anybody else besides Bryce Young. So let's spend some time talking about the, the, the Carolina Panthers coming down to Hard Rock Stadium. On, on, a, on a day where they're going to be honoring Zach Thomas. We got so many people coming down for this game from all over the country. Well, not all over the country, but yeah, from all over the country coming down to watch his game. When you think of the Carolina Panthers outside of Bryce Young, does anybody on this team give you any type of pause, Rob? No, I mean, and I very seldom do this. A couple, I went in and done this. Yeah, I mean, not eight and three last year. I was not confident. And then lo and behold, they lost five games in a row. That's why I wasn't confident. But this year... I just think this team will beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, which makes it's the markings of a good team. Because unfortunately, that's what New England did. Other than losing their one game a year to us, they always beat the teams they were supposed to beat during their magical run. They never had that choke game like, oh, that just cost them the division. They always beat the team that they were supposed to beat. And that's so far, that's what we're Every team that we've played that we're supposed to beat, we beat. The Chargers was the one game that's like on our belt that, you know, it's a notch against a playoff caliber football team that we beat. And yes, but the Broncos are not very good this year, obviously. 70 points, you know. Where, I wonder how many Kansas City would drop on them tonight. We're going to find out, you know. So it's, it's like we're going to see. So 
With that said, I still worry about all the other stuff, but I do not worry about the Panthers game. And if that comes back and eat me, I will come in your post-game show and admit I was wrong. And Let's do it. Then I would definitely be saying the other shoes already dropped and that we're horrible and <laughs> you know, whatever. So, but I just don't see it happening. I just I don't care. I don't know. I'm not a gambler. I don't know if we're going to cover. They were saying it's like moved all the way up to 13 and a half or 14, whatever yeah, it is. I, I, Richard, I, you know, Richard, the the degenerate that he is, always gives us the the lines. There he goes. Yes, 13 he and a half. I think they cover that. If I had, I think to, they cover I as well. Say, I think they cover they, as well. Yeah, that's what I say. Because, look, we didn't even play that well against the Giants, and we still won by double digits and would have covered the whatever it was last week. So I do believe that the Dolphins will beat the Panthers. And I, I give it like a score of like 35 to 17, something like that. Okay, so you're even giving them 17 points. As awful as they are, I was going to give them a little bit less, but I'll, I'll get that prediction here in a second. Danny, yeah. any thoughts on the Panthers that give you any form of pause and say, you know what, this may give this Dolphin defense a little trouble. Uh, their defense is a little underrated. Uh, they have Justin Houston and Brian Burns coming off the edges. Who? You know kidding. Brian Burns. I, I know. I know. I know, okay, I know, okay, I know okay. who they are. I know and, who Justin Houston is. I just didn't know you were playing for the Panthers. Yeah, and then um, I think I heard Rob say earlier that Liam Meikenberg might be playing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we we're, were gonna get. We, you know, I wanted to leave the negative out today, but yes, there's a chance that Liam Meikenberg will be back at center for your Miami Dolphins this Sunday, guys. So the only chance. And I and I'm and I say that just because playing devil's advocate here. The only no, there's always chance. a chance. There's right. always a chance. So, but, yeah. but right, and there's usually something that happens in that case, and it has to be at the defensive line for the Panthers has a crazy game. The pass rush finally gets to Tua, and they just have a really rough game. I don't see that happening, but I mean their pass rush is a little underrated, so they might be able to get to the quarterback, especially if uh, Lee Mike can't uh, hold up at center. Uh, with that said, offensively, Bryce Young hasn't looked. Very great, very good at all, really. Uh, Adam Thielen is there, and I mean, DJ Chark from the Jaguars is now there again. All all subpar players, they're the I only know these names, team. but I had yeah. no idea that they were playing for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, they're the yeah, only he was a Viking that team. one receiver for a while. Adam Thielen, yeah, he's like, good, but he's not like a game breaking, but, well, right? Yeah, he's he's not, and, and he's 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 on the, the wrong side of, of his career, he's he's right. definitely on the decline. I, I need to get this out, and, and we need to spend a couple minutes. I know we're, we're already pa four minutes past the time that we usually do, Danny, but I need to get this okay. out. Rob, Danny, Vic Fangio today in his press conference. Cam Smith is knocking at the door to play, but he needs to keep knocking. Please tell me. Please tell me, Rob. Tell me I'm not crazy here. After seeing what Eli Apple gives up, Cater Kohu is my boy. Anybody who watches this show knows that Cater Kohu is my boy. He had no business covering Stephon Diggs, but he is my boy. Please tell me, Cash Smith, you're going to tell me he's that much worse than Eli Apple, that he can't hit this field? Please tell me. No. Please tell me something's going on. I think they should give the kid. I let Danny do more because I've talked more tonight. And I let Danny talk in a minute. But I feel like he needs to play. And, and I'm not discounting because NFL teams never think this way. But I'm sure like the Dolphins secretly may be thinking, well, if we have to hold Connor Willems out, this is a week to do it. You know, they probably think like that. They won't say it publicly. They Correct. would say the Panthers are great. And they would give you the speech about the Panthers are the greatest team ever that we're about to play. You know, because that's what coaches do. But, you know, in their closed doors, they're saying, hey, we can probably get by without why stretch it. Just make sure Connor's healthy for the, you know, the Eagles game. They will never admit that. But that's what I, my guess is. 
And, you know, why not have that same philosophy? And let Cam Smith get some playing time. He's only done special teams. Doesn't mean he has to go out there and start. But if you have to because the injuries happen. We all know that. So why not have the kid ready? Like, you know, do you really want him if he has to step up when we're pushing for a playoff spot at the end of the year to get his first action because someone gets hurt? No, give the kid his chance now. And like you say, I hate to say that because it's the weak person's way. Oh, it can't be any worse. But in this case, it really can't really be any worse. It really can. Right. It yeah. really can. <laughs> Listen, yeah. when, Danny, yeah. when Danny texted me earlier this season saying, hey, by the way, you guys sent Eli up, I was like, that was my face. Yeah. Like, really? But I understand because we had just lost Ramsey, so it made sense right. to bring in a veteran. A veteran presence, yeah, 100%. But, but, Cam, but Cam had looked good in preseason, though. That's what I'm saying. That's my point, Rob. The fact that he looked good in preseason. We're not saying great. He looked good. Yeah, and he got beat sometimes. So we yeah, it, but that but... one play that he got juke long and that they got scared because of But we know how many cornerbacks get beat. Is it really fair? That one game, I think it was since the Texans or someone, where he got juked, the guy faked, and he ran right by him for a touchdown. But, you know – Every cornerback's going to get that. Deion Sanders got beat in the past. Everyone's going to get beat sometimes, you know. Revis got beat sometimes when he was on the jet. It's going to happen. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Ted yeah. Ginn has burned them a few times. Listen, we're going to be honoring Zach Thomas. Well, not we, but the Miami Dolphins are going to be honoring Zach Thomas and Shreyman this, this Sunday. On top of that, Zach Thomas, as you guys know, if you've been to the games, if you've listened to this podcast, favorite player of all time is Zach Thomas. One one A's Dan Marino, Jason Taylor's one B. Um, Zach Thomas means the world to me. I, I try to model myself after him when I was a younger kid playing foosball. But Danny, it's amazing that it's going to happen this week. That we're gonna, I'm going to be there to be able to witness that. But all in all, I think there's no way the Miami Dolphins don't cover the spread. I don't think there's any way that um, that the Dolphins don't come away with a victory. He's, I believe, Rob, you said 34-17 you gave him? 35-17. 35-17. I'm going to say that we're 38-13. I'm going to go with that score for this game. Um, I think the Dolphins do show out on offense again, and I'm, I'm giving that defense a little praise, man. I think that no more than 13 points are going to give up to the Carolina Panthers. What do you say, Danny? I think you guys are going to play conservative. And by that, I mean you guys aren't going to be – pulling out all the stops offensively. You're going to keep something on the wraps for the Eagles the week after. I know that team shouldn't think ahead, but I do think that you might think ahead. I think that that's why Jeff Wilson might not see any playing time this week. Let's save him for the Eagles game. Um, and I think because of that, you guys will play conservative since you probably assume that you could win this game. And if things go awry, you could turn it back on. I think you guys don't go past 30 this week. Not because you can't, but I think because you're not going to try to. That's fair. Because, uh, and I think you guys 27... Nine. I, I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, we only give up three defense. full goals. I love it. And then your defense steps up, right? It's a young quarterback. A couple, <laughs> couple mistakes. Why, 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 why do you do that, Moya? Why do you have to do that? Listen, he's he, he, he's gonna hold up, man. He's gonna hold up this week. Well, like I said, that's the only that's the only positive the Panthers have is their pass rush. So, you know. By, by the we'll way, see. Russell just, just Russell just got picked off. There you go. Uh, 35-10 to Joe Kerr, 34-13 to Gloria, 49-17 fins by oh, Blue wow. Wave. Wow. I don't um, think so. We, we did talk about that earlier in the show, Moya. We do want to see some Chris Brooks this game, and if, especially if you're going to keep Jeff Wilson out, like Danny said. Mm -hmm. if, 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 if he has to be on a snap count, don't play him. 
Go ahead and give Chris Brooks some carries along with Raheem Mostert. I think we're going to be so fine. Joker, thank you so much for that. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed the show, if you enjoyed Rob, you can find him on Dolphins Thirsty like at least three times a week, 10 o'clock in the morning. You can get your Dolphins fixed almost at any time of the day from the amazing people who cover this team that are not sponsored directly by said team. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you enjoyed the show, please go ahead and hit that like button. I promise you it's not going to cost you a thing. And Danny, before we get out of here, anything else to top off? No, uh, the only thing that scares me is playing against a team that is winless because they got nothing to lose. But you guys should win, and 5-1 and one heading into Philly, it's exciting times. Exciting times to be a Dolphin fan. There you go, 5-1. and one. You see, I knew there was a reason I kept saying it. I, I, there was a reason I kept saying Yes, I was not there last week. Foot flared up on me again. I will be there this Sunday. Danny, take us out. All right. If you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please uh, leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe. As Manny said, it costs you nothing. We'd appreciate helping to grow the channel. And for those of you that join the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you tuning in and joining in on the conversation. And until the next one, have a good one. Thank you again, Rob. Fins up, ladies and gentlemen. Fins up, everyone.